Puddles in the morning, puddles in the evening, puddles in the afternoon. Well, I'm a puddle boy and she's a puddle girl. The Puddles Podcast is starting real soon. Hey, welcome to Puddles with Andrew Collin. I'm Andrew Collin, a.k.a. Puddle Boy, a.k.a. Dry Dick, a.k.a. Poop Hands, a.k.a. Uh, mice, a.k.a. Garbage Face, a.k.a. ATC, a.k.a. Tickle Cock, a.k.a. a.k.a. Boy, am I happy for this show. I, I'm really ecstatic. I can't believe we got her all the way to Brooklyn. She walked up a walk-up with her own feet. Well, she was carried by her team I was. Of, of seven people. Please don't talk yet. Let me introduce you. Um, this, this person is, is new to my life. But I'm so happy. It's been a, 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 a ray of sunshine, I tell you, and clouds and thunderstorms. I mean, you're all over the place, and I love it about you. Heather McMahon, ladies and gentlemen, here she is. Now you can talk. <laughs> Don't talk yet. Wait one second. Okay, here we go. Hi, thanks hey. for having me. Whoa, whose yeah. voice is this? <laughs> you came in like, we're, we're all them stairs, bang, bang, bang. And now you're like, hey, how you do? Because <laughs> I caught my breath. Real quick. Okay, first of all. Let's do it. I used to live on a walk-up. Like, we were talking about this earlier, like a fifth-story walk-up. But now that I'm in that elevator life, I'm not going back. You shouldn't. So I really have PTSD from, like, being here right now. I'm triggered. And everyone doesn't, no one wants to hear your story of, like, I came from a beautiful gold building. And right. now I just kept getting lucky. Right. You know? Everyone wants to, what, what was your struggle, Heather? Right. Who hurt you? Well, did you wake up in a shack underneath a trailer behind a pickup truck right. being dragged? Right. Yeah, that's my life. No, like, seriously, where are you from? Are you from Mississippi? Because I saw... No, I'm not from Mississippi. I'm from Atlanta, Georgia. But oh. I went to school in Mississippi. I went to Ole Miss. Ole Miss. Yes. Rebels. Howdy Let them run. Yeah. Eli Manning. You know it. <laughs> Olivia Manning, who's Eli's mother, was in my sorority. Really? Yes. So, at you know, same I'm, time? Not at the same time. <laughs> a little bit. A little, a little bit, bit younger. A couple of his cousins were, though, and we're all kin, and we're all family. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I feel like they all snap, don't they? Do. They do. They snap a lot. Yeah. yeah. Why is that? Yeah, you know, it's just for flair. <laughs> mm -hmm. Just a little added flair, for sure. Yeah. What, um, so you went, so you grew up in Atlanta. Grew up in Atlanta, Georgia. Uh-huh. I guess we get into that, huh? Yeah, I mean, you know. We're in the city proper? Um, no, I was actually, so it's either OTP or ITP, inside the perimeter or outside the perimeter. Okay. So I was OTP. I was born like inside the perimeter and then my parents moved to like a bougie suburb. Yeah? Yeah, You yeah. grew up bougie a little bit? Um, a little bit. Well, we were really broke when I was a little, little kid and then my dad like basically like invented the online credit report or like the software for it. Really? And then like we were okay. Yeah. So I'm not even going to start off this podcast. Like, I struggled. <laughs> But you, when I decided to become a, a comic and an actor, my parents were like, go fuck yourself. Good luck. We're not helping you out at all because my dad was like, you got a college education, figure it out. So I did have like very lean years. I was actually really thin then too, where it was just, I was like hustling and I, I've worked every restaurant job, every job you can imagine. And I lived in a five story walk up. So, and now I'm in an elevator. So I just, you know what? Life comes full circle. Okay. <laughs> And that's the podcast, ladies and that's and the podcast. And that's the T. Yep. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yep. <laughs> that's right there. snapping. Um, yeah. So wait, so Atlanta grew up bougie. Private mm -hmm. school, public school? P private school. Well, yeah. I went private school. Yeah. Yeah. We're private school comedians. That's yeah. who we are. Thank you. There's a, there's a market for that. There is. And you know what? No hate, no shade to any of the public school kids, but we just have better material. <laughs> and better BMWs. We really do. I'm sorry. That, that was actually my second car. <laughs> Yeah, because you totaled the first one in a cocaine bin. It a hundred percent. What happened to the first car? I really in high school you had two cars. No, no, no. When I went to college, my graduation <laughs> gift. Holy fuck! Oh my god! I can't believe this is what takes you down. Uh -huh. This is your cancel culture. Yes, but here's the thing: they were all used. I never got a new BMW. They were always at least like eight, five to eight years old. Yeah, your dad drove it from the lot. Uh huh. <laughs> that was that, that, that was used. it. That was yeah, it. Yeah, uh -huh. yeah. Okay, yeah. so that's fine. Five to yeah. ten years. I, I mean, that's... you grew up in Florida, right? Yeah, I grew up in Florida. So you, you were say fuck... Florida like a real asshole, by because the way. people in Georgia hate Floridians, and I'll tell you why. Georgia, Florida. It's well, it's Georgia, Jacksonville. Florida. 
Uh, yeah, 100% <laughs> that Georgia-Florida game. But everybody who's not, like, people make fun of the South and people always make fun of me for being from Georgia. They're like, oh, let me guess, you rode a horse to school. I'm like, no, the fuck I did not. No, a donkey. Uh, a donkey. You didn't have money for it. Yeah, exactly. Your family struggled until the credit score worked out. Exactly. <laughs> you took an elevator up a donkey both ways. Thank you. You're welcome. But then, like, you meet Floridians and you're like, wait a minute, this is the fucking, like, redneck Riviera. Only in only in Florida would somebody do bath salts and rip somebody's face off, and it's only white people that are fucking things up in Florida. I'm sorry. And Florida's a shithole. First of all, that was one guy, yeah. okay? And mm. he was from New York, and he oh, moved uh, down. I don't know, maybe. They all do. They all come from the Northeast. I'd say it all the time. They, yeah. don't, they can't hack it up here, right. and they come to Florida and ruin it, and then the real Floridians... You know, like myself. Right. You know, we get we get fucked up. Like, so we fuck a few horses. <laughs> who gives a shit? You know who's happy? The horse. Are they? If a horse fucked a Why woman. Why is there equestrian therapy? Huh? Mm-hmm. What, the, what is it, water therapy? What do they no, do? The, the equestrian therapy. It's what like they, horse therapy. What do they do? Uh, they so use a, a horse fucks a woman, uh-huh. and then he goes to couples therapy with the woman or with the horse lover that he has? I don't know, but I think it's supposed to be for humans, but I think we really need to be checking in with the fucking horses. Okay. You think a horse, okay? Yeah. Oh, lives in a This is so Floridian of you right now. Okay, uh-huh. but he lives in a barn, Yeah, right? He eats hay all day. He has flies all over him. Uh-huh. And, he, and the only thing he could get laid every once in a while is when they bring in this freaking disgusting horse with a giant horse fly vagina. Okay. Okay? Then one day, the farmer's daughter, <laughs> who's hot, and it's her lean years. I'm telling you, she is smoking. She has been eating barbecue with no bread. Okay. I'm talking okay. just the- Keto. Keto. Keto, she didn't even know she was keto yet. She didn't even know. Yeah. <laughs> and she stumbles into this barn. Okay. And she goes, hey there, uh, Webster. Why are you acting this out right now? I'm physically, like, unwell. I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so Webster comes. And he fucks, and he fucks her. her. You don't think he's enjoying that ass? You think he's going to go to couples th- or therapy because he got some primo farmer daughter vagina? He, he probably did enjoy it, but he can't then go out and do his job in equestrian therapy and help like addicts because I think that's what they use equestrian therapy for. Oh, I see what you're saying. So the horse isn't getting therapy. The horse is therapeutic for the person. Yes, but also I think the horse will need therapy. For being too happy. Honestly, truly. That's what I need <laughs> therapy for. Maybe you need to get fucked by a horse. Fuck. I kind of do. His name's Jeff Daniels. He's my fiance. <laughs> Where does he live and what stable? He's in a, a stable over there in Gramercy. Oh, Gramercy Park. No, uh, over there? Yeah, over there. By the, by the grass? Yeah, by the grass. In the, in, the, in, the, in the wraps? He's got a really big head. Really and truly what I think about it. Penis Jeff. head or like head head? No, head head. Oh. Like my, my my spouse has an enormous head. Does that turn you on? Are you into a guy with an eight point? I what is it? Eight and a half? Literally, a nine? It's, it's an what eight is it? And a nine? Eight and a half? <laughs> I didn't realize how big it was. His friends called him like big head. And I was like, I don't get it. And then one day I took a second and I just like like sat back and I go, holy shit, this is the biggest fucking head I've ever seen in my life. And I'm stuck with it. So I guess it's a new fetish. Is that is a big head like a negative thing? I mean, when you're young, you're supposed to have a big No, head. I'm just really And a lot worried. of good actors have big heads. I've yes, heard. yes, but I'm just really worried if he loses the hair on his head, he will be oh. like awkwardly bald. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He does a lot of things to like prevent that, but if he loses any of the hair, he will not like age gracefully because the head is so fucking weird and big. That's true. It sucks when you know you have a bad head under that yeah. hair and it's each hair that falls out, you're like, but my head. Right. I wish they had head surgery. They should be able to make it more round. Like Larry yeah. David, great head. There's some bald guys that really pull it off. They really- Jason Statham. The Rock, the Dwayne Rock? Johnson. Yeah, that's yeah. pretty much it. Just yeah, those the, two. Those literally. <laughs> and the guy that ate that guy's face from yes. bath salt, he had a great head. Yeah. What about that guy? Yeah, his face got bit off, right? And right, that's what happened in Florida. Yeah, in Florida. Yes. There was. Remember those videos where that that guy was just like going fucking nuts, and he was like on the top of a cab. I don't know if they were like CGI'd, but I bought them. You know what I mean? And he was just like literally, yeah, he ripped that guy's face <laughs> they, like, off. Walked back like they're back. Yeah, they're walking like I don't know, like somehow they're back. Doing, doing the crab walk. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Speaking of crab walk, did you have to do that in your sorority? You know what? Okay, here's the deal. My sorority, we were just 
we showed up and they gave us gifts. I don't know who let me in the sorority. I was in like the top sorority at Ole Miss at the time. We were like founded at Ole Miss. We were never hazed. In fact, it would have been to like my advantage if somebody would have like stripped me down, circled all my like fat zones and been like, fix this. Because I thought I was fucking thriving in college. And I look back, I had no eyebrows. I don't know who stole them. I just didn't have any. And I was like 45 pounds overweight because I lived in Mississippi and all I do is eat like fried Friday at the sorority house and then just go get hammered every fried night. Fried Friday. That's what it was. Because you were hung over from the bars on Thursday. So in the sorority house, we'd have fried Friday. It's like fried catfish, fried chicken fingers, mozzarella sticks, jalapeno poppers, anything you could get your hands on. But yeah, to give them your eyebrows. You did have to Straight give them your up. eyebrows. Straight yeah, up. I thought I was thriving. I've always had this over, like overly confident in my life just because my, I don't know why. And so I just thought I was so cute. Overly confident your whole life? Yeah. You feel like? Yeah. You don't think, is it because there was, you don't have one like point where you're like, no, I was a lot of hardship. Like No, or, there's definitely been something, hardship, but yeah. I've just like done some weird like Were your parents myself. very supportive? My parents were savage. So I think when I went out into yeah. the world, I was just like, fuck it, I'm going to show them. My my family's just all type A. Like we would sit at the dinner table and everyone would just roast each other. Really? Yes. Ours sit in silence, but they were funny, but everyone, we wouldn't talk. Okay, can I tell you? That is what makes me so uncomfortable with my like in-laws. Nobody talks at the table. You just hear me. Yes, and I literally, I like have to take a Xanax before I go over there because I'm like, I can't handle this. I'm like, why aren't we talking? Does nobody like each other? Well, I know they don't like me, but I'm like, what's the deal here? Well, you make fun of your son's big head. <laughs> How's the dad's head? Is that- dad's head's normal, mom. Is he bomb? Um, no, no, a little bit, but it, everybody's fine except Jeff. Jeff just got the weird head. I watched your Insta stories when you were on the road recently, yeah. and you were in uh, Mississippi in a, yeah. at Ole Miss, and you're going Miss. down Fraternity Row, and you're like, "I gave a hand job here, mm-hmm. gave a hand job here." Do you have any like story? Like, I feel like everyone has, a, especially when you live in the South and you go to a party school, you have that one night, that one party, that you, yeah, that one story that you can think of. Okay. From college where you're just like, okay, that probably shouldn't have been in my life. Yeah, and I'll tell it. And I can't believe I'm about to tell you this. This is my most embarrassing moment ever. So I was hooking up with this guy after a choka party. I think it was at, <laughs> might have been at Sigma Chi. And I, fuck, I can. That's, that's, how many? How that many, sentence <laughs> is so great because I, oh, I don't mean any comedians that would ever say that sentence. Yeah, yeah. I'm not saying like, I need frat life in my life. I just like, oh, there's just a, anyways, well, go ahead. I'll finish the story, but hold on. It, it really pisses me off because when I moved to LA, Everyone was like, you were in a sorority? And they like judged me for it. I was like, go fuck yourself. I hung out with like a hundred of the coolest, baddest bitches. We did philanthropy work and went to parties. Shut the fuck up. I'm (laughs) sorry you didn't have friends. Okay? First of all, the reason why you're successful now is you're so relatable and you're so (laughs) honest and and there's so many people that needed that in in the world of whatever it is, like entertainment industry, and you give them that. Well, I hope so. And it's beautiful. Thank so you. Anyway, I so it. you're jerking off this guy in Sigma Chi. No, I'm, I'm, no, I'm, okay, I'm so giving him a blowjob. Okay, in a toga. Was he in still wearing his toga? Uh, his toga was like half off. And this guy was really nice. And I just thought he was like the kindest guy. And he was really funny. And we always had a good time. And I'm not going to say his name. I'll call him Mike for this story, okay? Yeah. Because recently, his fiance reached out to me and was like, oh my God, Mike told me all about you from college, said you were the best. We're both such huge fans. And I'm like, fuck, literally this is the most triggering moment of my life. So I'm giving this guy a blowjob, Mike, and he farts. (laughs) He farts and he says, oops, sorry, I tooted, okay? In the middle of this. Now I want, I know. Nice Southern gentleman, I'll tell you that. You're so uncomfortable. No, not, no. I panicked. I just go, Okay. And I just was like, this is, there's something wrong with the situation. I grab my toga. I run out of the house. I run all the way back to my dorm, right? This is like freshman year. The next day in the Grove, which is where we, um, we tailgate. Yeah, Yeah, we did cocaine. Yeah. (laughs) This is where we tailgated. I'm with a couple of his fraternity brothers and a bunch of their parents are there. It's like an alumni weekend. And and one of the moms comes up to me. She's like, you know what? I just think it's so sweet how nice everybody is to Mike. And I'm like, what do you mean? He's just like the nicest guy. And she goes, well, you know, I work with special needs kids and he is, um, he's, you know, definitely on the spectrum. I think very strong Asperger's autism, slightly autistic. And I said, come again. They're like, she's like, oh yeah, that's just Steve's cousin. He actually doesn't go to the school. No. He's just visiting for the weekend and they're letting him hang out. So, one, he didn't go to school there. Two, he was special needs. You got an Asperger. I got an Asperger. In your your nose. I hooked up with an Asperger's guy who (laughs) farted on me and I had no idea. 
Oh my god! And then you fucked him again. And then I fucked him again that night. I felt I felt bad because I was like, oh my god! Like it was like I timesed up me too myself. I was like, did I take advantage of somebody who like didn't also, know what was, was going on? Was he at on? the party? Was he like hanging out? Like he, was he drunk, or do you think you just assumed he was drunk? I think or were I, you were so drunk you Aspergered yourself? I think he was drunk. I mean, they let him drink. He was like every, and then I find out it's like this guy Scott's like Scott's fuzzing our fun cousin Mike. Yeah, and I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? <sighs> yeah, yeah. Was he wearing a helmet? He was not wearing a helmet, but when I look back, like there was a little like bit there's of drool. signs. That, there were like, signs. Yeah, like he laughed at everything I said. I was like, "This guy is Did so." Did he do anything to you? Yeah, and it was fine. But I no, but he like hooked up with like he. Yeah, did I think to, so. Yeah. yeah, but I remember at that moment where he because he said it in like a childlike voice, like "Sorry, I tooted." Yeah, tooted is a good which sign. is like a thir- like a six year old word, and I fr- and I just go no no like what was he gonna say next? Like, can you give me a juice box? I was like, I can't. So I had to get out of there. I almost told that story at Ole Miss, and then I was like, fuck, the fiancé follows me. I can't say it now. Oh, I mean, I can't believe he's engaged. I know. So I guess he got and it can together. can I be honest with you? Does she I, know? She doesn't know, and I looked- <laughs> No, wait, wait, no, no. She doesn't know about the you she hooking did- up, but she knows that he has Asperger's. I looked at his photo, and I told my, my tour manager this, and we were looking through his photo. He's like, Heather, this guy. I mean, he looks in the face like there's, you know, something's not yeah. going on. Yeah. Yeah, so I don't know. She has to know. Fuck, I don't know. But th- those are the choices that I made. I but that was freshman year. That was freshman year. I dated a guy who was missing a finger. So which would, one? Um, it was his pointer finger. So he would walk around campus. He was like, he was like a tenth year senior. So he'd walk around campus instead of saying like high five, he'd say high four. Yeah, like that kind of shit. Uh huh. I really, I dated a guy. How did he miss he lose his finger? Trigger accident? No, he was actually um, doing uh, whittling some wood. He was doing some woodwork. He, he yeah. actually owns like a cabinet company now. <laughs> and he, the saw got away from him and sl- his finger flew across the room. And he said, he looked at his dad and he goes, motherfucker, dad, put my finger on ice. We got to save it. And they weren't able to save it. Oh my God. Yeah. And then you hooked up with that finger? And then I hooked up with the finger. <laughs> well, that was, that, that was sophomore year. You were drunk. What were you going to do? Right, right. Did he keep the finger? I would have kept the finger, I feel like. Yeah, they tried. Yeah, I think he no, like, kept just it. No, like just yeah, like for fun. Yeah, for fun. Yeah. yeah. Put it on ice. One day, you might be able to put it together. Yeah. What, I, which, what's your worst college hookup oh, story? Jesus, man. College hookup? I'm trying to think. The girls at Tulane were dirty. Everyone was dirty. Christina Aguilera, dirty. I mean, they were walking fucking swamps. Yeah. They really were. It was like every girl, every person turns into a swamp thing. Like by freshman year, you come in, you're like, I'm in New Orleans. Uh-huh. Whatever. I didn't drink that much in high school. And then the decline yeah. is so bad. Like 30% of people drop out freshman year at right. Tulane. So my worst hookup, I'm trying to think. Oh, fuck. I, I've had some bad ones. I hooked up one time. This was after college, though. This was a my worst ever hookup. I had a an orgy, uh, really. With a, I had a fivesome, and it was too many, too many, too many penises and butt buttholes. Yeah, it was just four other guys. <laughs> <laughs> and we all bit each other's faces off. It was hot. This happened in Port St. Lucie. Yeah, just just west yeah. of the turnpike there. Oh, uh huh, right there, right there. <laughs> if you gone past mile forty five, you gone too far. That's right. <laughs> so I ended up. Uh, I was hooking up. So. My buddy Kelly, that's a guy, uh-huh. and then three girls, and they were like five years younger. I didn't know, I didn't know, uh, like he was dating one of the girls. I knew these girls, they were my best friend's younger sister, so I knew them when they were like 10 and I was 15. You know what I mean? So, like, yeah, in my head, they're still yeah. like these young girls, but I was gone for a while, right? Now they're you know 20, 21, and I'm 25 or whatever, right? Kelly sets it up, we're gonna hook up. It's all set up. And okay. I'm like, I'm not really, I know you probably think this guy fucks like a stallion. Yeah, but you for know what? sure. Yeah, yeah, I know you're like. First time those- I met you, I was like, <laughs> yeah, buddy. <laughs> this guy. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, yeah. So Kelly sets it up. We go, we go into my little brother. We go to, we're at my dad's house. We meet in the middle of Vero Beach and West Palm Beach. So mm-hmm. we meet in Port St. Lucie at my dad's house. We go into my little brother's room and uh, we start hooking up. I'm hooking up with one girl. I can't get this out of my mind. I, like, they're younger. I just don't feel right. I feel yeah, yeah, like yeah. the anxiety is way too high. It's just three women that I could disappoint. Right. And Kelly. Right. So, Kelly, I'm hooking up with the girl. I can't get hard on. Right. No matter what I do, I can't get hard. Still can't. Because you have a conscience. I guess. Sort of. Maybe. I mm-hmm. think it's more narcissism than right. me worried about them. <laughs> right, right, right. It's not like, you know what I mean? I'm just, so so Kelly's on the floor and he's getting, one's riding his dick, one's on his face and they're both fucking him and he's doing, like he's living his dream. Right. Like this is the orgy dream every guy dreams about. Okay. I can't get hard. I 
I'm making out with the girl. I go down on her, trying to like, like touching my dick, whatever. Mm-hmm. She tries to blow nothing, right. nothing. I'm like, I gotta take a time out. I start going towards the bathroom. The girl that I'm hooking up with jumps on Kelly's hand, so he's got one on his hand, one on his face, one on his dick. All screaming. Have time for this? I Truly, don't know. it's exhausting. Just saying the story is exhausting. So wow, Kelly, they're rotating. I don't even see. Ke- he's in a pussy abyss. <laughs> He is gone. He's just gone. Right. Into heaven. Right, 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 right. I'm in the bathroom by myself, literally looking in the mirror, being like, what is wrong with you? Right. Like, everything's like, like my high school bullies yelling at me. Uh-huh. I get on the, I sit on the shitter, and I go, you know what? I'm just going to fluff myself. I'm yeah. going to get hard. I'm going to get back in there. Right. And I'm going to- Put gonna, me in, I'm coach. I'm going to win today. Yeah, put me in. Mm-hmm. Third string. I'm coming in. Right. Both quarterback and the, and the backup both got hurt. So so I start jerking off. I start fluffing, and then finally it happened. Yeah, I came. You came. Good for you. And you still feel creeped out that these girls are young. I came by myself, dude, in the bathroom. Oh I never went back in. I came alone. I wasn't even hard. I don't know how it happened. So what were so there? There were three girls on on Kelly. Oh, yeah. And there was one other girl just like hanging out outside the bathroom, like you good? No, no, oh, no, 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 no. Just, just everybody was on Kelly. Everyone was on Kelly. I was alone. I didn't even go back in the room. Why well, you can't at that point? I should have thrown it on someone. You, uh, maybe yeah, with a spoon. You should have held it in your hand, walked in, and then just like yeah, just well, sit out. Just, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It just happened now. Yeah, not two minutes ago by yes, myself. A hundred percent. Here's some deviled eggs. Yeah. <laughs> Just like put it on somebody's back, just like rubbed it in a little bit. Be like, I'm a part of it. I'm a part of the group. We did it, Kelly. Yeah. yeah. So I go downstairs. I'm watching like Sports Center, eating like a sad hot pocket. Yeah. And Kelly comes down. And he's like, dude, that was the best night of my life. And he's like, what happened to you? I was like, oh, I got mine. And he's yeah. Like, he's like, no, really. What happened? I was like, I came in the bathroom by myself. <laughs> I didn't have to tell him. Right. But you got to tell him. Right, 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 right. Just like you had to tell me that. Why do we feel the need? We have to tell it. We have to. I could have held that into my grave. I mean, I, w- I truly, there's so many awkward sexual. I, When I was living in New York, I woke up one time just covered head to toe in baby oil. Don't know how it happened. <laughs> Don't know. Literally slid out of the bed. I was dating this older guy. He ran a hedge fund. He was like wealthy or whatever. And he had this like insane apartment down in Soho. And I just remember like it could have been a little date rapey. I'm sure it was. So like I we've all been there. But I just remember waking up and going, why the fuck am I oiled up all head to toe? And then I literally had to slide in the back of a cab. There was a Popeye's below his building. And I go, please. I was like, I'll pay. I literally said, I'll pay you $20. Go in there and buy me a biscuit and a Gatorade and just take me home. Uh Uh-huh. Dude. Dude. When you wake up like that too, you're just like, okay, like, what, what, what should I do with my like? Yeah. At first, you're like, <laughs> like mm-hmm. covered in slime. It's I'm like literally covered. In, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what I is got gacked. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> double dare. A double dare. You double dared yourself. It's funny for the first like two hours because you're still drunk. Right. Every story like that is like, <laughs> and then the and next day you're like. You start to shake a little and you're like, mm-hmm. I can't really take down like solid food. Yeah, and then you start questioning every decision you've ever made and you still have the lotion on you. Yeah. And I just like get out a Bible, you know, and just start <laughs> highlighting verses. But you realize you just keep your flask in there yeah. and you've cut out all the pages. It's bad. It's yeah. bad. I literally had a really wild time before I met my uh, now fiance. But yeah, I just was like. And, and when I look back, I'm like, a lot of the situ- a lot of the situations were like really scary. Yeah. But I was just like, whatever. I'm 23. Yolo. Yolo for you know? life. Yeah. You wake up and you're like, it's why so- am I in a barn somewhere in Connecticut? You know. I mean, look, they. You know, it was probably Greenwich. It was probably nice. Yeah, it was Greenwich. You know, I never ended up in like, <laughs> like where's the sketchy part of Connecticut? Uh, Stamford. Yeah, something? I was never in Stamford. No, Stamford. It's like Stamford, but poorer. Right. Right. With right. an M. Yeah. Um. The the uh, so but you wait, survived Tulane. Yes, I did barely. I cheated on everything. I've talked about it on here before, but like I I had a lot of problems at Tulane. So um, Hurricane Katrina hit my freshman year at Ole Miss. So we had all these kids from Tulane that yeah. evacuated and came up to Ole Miss. So then we were like inundated with these like fucking crazy New Orleans kids, and like half my sorority was like New Orleans girls. And I literally I thought I partied hard. I could not keep up with these kids. I went to Mardi Gras every year, and I it was just like 
I don't know how they were still alive. I don't truly. I don't, yeah, I don't. They I th- weathered the storm. You know what and I think a lot of it is, is that they started young. They started yeah. in like boarding school. Yeah, boarding school kids are out of their fucking mind. Okay, no one is crazier yes. than a boarding school kid. They start doing like like cocaine in like sixth grade mm-hmm. just to get through like pre calculus. Angel dust by you know sophomore year. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. And they're like they're well they they've lived on their own they're they're different breed they're yes. a different breed the the uh, but I don't so Ole Miss though like it's very southern like southern tradition right like it is did, but did you feel like the is everyone rebelling against like the church belt kind of feeling or no it's really interesting it's actually like very progressive and cool and artsy and people don't realize like a lot of big artists like Kings of Leon and shit like that they'd come and record albums there mm-hmm. it's a tiny little town but it's it's a very like liberal arts school mm-hmm. so it was interesting like I'd go visit my friends at in Alabama at you know in Tuscaloosa and I'd be like this is like this is night and day I mean trust me it was very southern and Greek life you did you had to do Greek life you know but um, I was also an art major so I was considered the weirdo in a you know you were theater like theater yeah I got a BFA in acting there now yeah. coming from like your dad had a whatever credit score. Yeah. I mean, what's more boring than a credit score career? Like, uh, it, I mean, right? there's nothing more boring. Than nothing that. more boring. It's like more, worse than an accountant. But he flew. He had his own airplane, and he flew it himself. And he spoke fluent Spanish. And he met my mom in Miami. So maybe he did drugs. Like he was a drug. Oh, a drug that. mule. Yeah, yeah maybe that, he's that dead makes... now, so they can't get him. Gang, gang. What's yeah, you good? said he died this morning. I saw that. Yep. I was like, oh, I can't wait for it to come in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah. died. It'll be um, four years at Christmas. So, yeah, Let's yeah, get yeah. into that. Let's get into that. How did he die? To pancreatic cancer. Oh, man. That's yeah. the one that always like is like guaranteed death. Oh, yeah. Like, you're, you're just shit out of luck. And literally, so, but from the day of diagnosis to the day of death, it was seven days. So, it, it happened very quickly. Oh, my God. So, it's interesting when you go through, like, the grieving process. I tried to go to, like, a group counseling thing for, like, people who'd lost a... You you know, a relative cancer. And then I literally ended up getting like in fights with people because I hadn't gone through chemo. Like I hadn't watched my parent go through chemo. So people were like, you don't get it. I'm like, I still watched them die in a hospital. It was just a week. Yeah, it was just as expedited. To, yeah, it was just expedited. Like, go oh, fuck yourself, Cheryl. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Oh my God. What do, you, what do you want? Three weeks? Yeah. What do you want? A month and a half? He, he had to sit around for you... two years. Like, shut the fuck up. Dude, seven days. That's not even <laughs> long enough to be like, you're sick. What? Yeah. Uh, yeah, literally. Done. Why? Was he just like losing a ton? Like he just ignored the doctor? Well, no. So they misdiagnosed him with diabetes. So the fact that I come in and I'm like, I swear to God, I'm diabetic. It's just because I'm thirsty and I retain water like a motherfucker. But um, they, I mean, the horrible joke would say, right. oh, you have pancreatic cancer yeah, no. and you die on this couch yeah, literally. by the end of this. But We'll uh, wrap up soon yeah, so you could live a little. Thank you. I literally have like 15 <laughs> minutes in me. Um, Dude, that's so sad. But yeah, they misdiagnosed him, so they put him on diabetes medicine, and then he immediately, like, basically went into kidney failure. But it was crazy. So we got him to MD Anderson, which is this, like you know world renowned cancer hospital in um, Texas, and he died. And and so the doctor who came in to basically tell us whether or not my dad was going to live or die because we were trying to see if they could do this procedure from him. Literally, it was the most gorgeous anesthesiologist I've ever seen in my life. He had on like tight scrubs, deep <laughs> V neck, chest hair, a rosary bead, like sitting yeah. in like his pillow of chest hair. And he came in, he's like, I am Dr. Like Fernando. I am so sorry. I feel like you're in a telenovela. I literally did. And it's my mom, my sister, and I just standing around like, what? He's like, there is nothing I can do to save your father. And so he's telling me in this moment that, that like my dad's going to die. And all I heard was like Enrique Iglesias singing like, waiting for tonight. Balamo. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Let my father die this yeah. morning, Balamo. <laughs> so long, daddy. Yeah. I don't care. The doctor's hot. Yeah. yeah. So, and, and I walked in to have this moment <laughs> oh my with my dad God. after. After fucking <laughs> salivating your panties. Yeah. And I walk in to be like, oh my God, the, you know you're about to die. We know you're about to die. My dad just, like, without skipping a beat, turned to my sister who's single and he was like, God damn it, Ashley, that guy was so good looking. If you don't try and hook up with him before I die, I will come back and haunt you. I was oh like, fuck yes. Oh my God. That's uh-huh. the nicest like, thing ever a dad could say, right? I want to cry. I know. Yeah, so it was very quick. So that's what we've been dealing with. But I told him in the hospital, he died on the 23rd. And I said, if you fucking die on Christmas Day, I will fucking kill you myself. <laughs> He's like, don't worry, I won't do that to you. I mean, Don't worry, I won't yeah. do that to you. Yeah, so he died on the 23rd. I mean, the Christmas already fucking sucks yeah. for me. Like, I'm like, fuck it, I'm over it. But um, yeah, I was like, thank God it wasn't on like actual Christmas Day. Oh my God. Did you get the doctor's number? Uh, my sister, I th- believe, did. Do you but have the- a hotter sister? Uh, yes, I do. 
Mm. So it's like she was the one that like like why didn't he say that like for well, be, you? Well, because I I was with my boyfriend. Oh, okay, yeah, okay. Yeah. I, she, I, I she, was like, this is like really sad. No, 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 no. Thought about it. No, but it's funny. So my sister and I have the same face, same voice, but she's like a tiny little petite brunette. Like she kind of looks like a Courtney Kardashian. And when we I studied abroad in um in college, of course you did. yeah, of course I, I did. studied abroad too. Madrid and Paris. Oh, I went to Florence, Italy. Oh you yeah, know. and then you would backpack from there. Yeah, of course I did. <laughs> And I remember like the movie Taken had just come out yeah. and my sister um, did study abroad like a year before me. And I was, he gave, my dad gave my sister this entire speech about like safety and he was going to track her phone and all this shit, like make sure nobody abducted her. And I was like packing up to go to my study abroad Italy trip. I'm like, dad, I don't get it. Like you didn't give me that. And he was like, Heather, God damn it. Look at you. You're a big girl. All right. I'd take at least seven French dudes to throw your ass in the back of a van. You're not going to get taken. I was like, thanks so much, dad. <laughs> We were so concerned about my sister. What I'm worried about me. In fairness, French guys are kind of weak. So it's mm. for American. You know what That's I mean? That's true. Yeah. And then I got over there and I made out. I was the only person on my study abroad trip who ended up making out with a guy not from Italy, but not like from another part of Europe. I'm making out with this guy in a bar. Who's I, from like just like 10 minutes south of you in Mississippi? No, he literally was. I was like, where are you from? He's like, I am from Cancun. And I'm like, <laughs> where in Italy is that? He's like, Mexico. <laughs> I was like, you got to be fucking kidding me. I Cancun is like a place you go for spring break and you don't hook up with the locals. No, I hooked up with the only Mexican in Italy. <laughs> what was he doing there? He was actually studying abroad. His parents. I know. Being... How rude of me to be like, no, oh, what was he doing? Yeah, obviously, he's a millionaire whatever. He's doing great. No, blah, but, blah, blah. but still, like yeah. I was just he, his parents actually, I think, own like Senor Frogs. So I think he was Carlos too. and Charlie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You want to do a shot? Yeah, yeah, literally. <laughs> put the tits on the head. Oh, God. He was a nice life. guy, but I was just like, God damn it. I thought he was Italian. He was Mexican. Well, Ugh. you know what? You could you could change the story. You could say whatever you want. You know, right. I'm sure you fucked an Italian too, no? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, I made out with a guy. I was so fucked up at a bar one time that I made out with this guy and my girlfriend, my sorority sister pulled me aside. And she goes, stop, Heather. He has no teeth. And I looked up and it was this Croatian guy and his, there was very few teeth. Oh, my God. Oh fuck! I'm sweating. I'm just getting like these it's stories. Very it is it's very hot in here. It's very hot in here. Yeah. And but these stories are amazing. So wait, he had no teeth. He had no teeth, and we were outside this bar in Italy called Central Park, and it was this like nightclub that they basically lured American like students yes. into. I did that in Madrid. It yeah, was the same you kind know, of shit. You know, and we got like bottle service. Like, who did we think we were? Bottle service is hilarious in a place where you, there isn't bottle service, and you're like, Thank "No, you. I'll make bottle service. I'll make bottle service." Uh, yes, we bring our own rope. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, how privileged! Mm-hmm. No wonder why people hate Americans. Exactly. We come in there like we take it over. Yeah. But you know what? You make out with a guy with no teeth. We gave you gave back. I thank you. I'm like basically UNICEF. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm. It so is, wait. So you're partying up a storm, right? Yeah. Throughout college, obviously, mm-hmm. and then probably well into your twenties. Yeah. At what point? So you're a theater major. Do you want to be a real actress? Yeah. Well, I did comedy, so I started doing comedy. Uh, my junior year of high school, I roasted the senior class at prom. And then I got a job right out of that working for the Blue Collar Comedy Tour. So I always knew I wanted to do comedy, but I did theater. Like, that's what I loved. So I went to college. I was like, oh, I'm going to, you know, get classically trained or whatever. But I did like, yeah. competition plays in high school, like a nerd. And, um, but then after college, I was like, all right, I have this acting degree, but I, comedy is my love. So I moved to New York and started doing like, you know, UCB, UCB and all that bullshit. And that's it kind of went from there. So like, I'm an actor, but I'm, I'm a but you did UCB comic. and then you tried, did you try to then like probably get on SNL or stuff like that? Try to get involved in the industry because yes. then you moved out of New York. How yeah. long were you in New York? I was in New York four years and then I moved to LA because I was like, oh, that's, you know, the next step. Yeah. I was just tired of being cold and now I'm back in New York. So that's but how you that went goes. to Atlanta for a while. Well, I went to Atlanta. Yeah. So I was in LA for four or five years and then my dad passed and I basically picked up my life, moved back home, literally moved back in with my mom. Oh my God. So, and I lived, I was only supposed to be there what I thought was like six months. Like I was swooping in to save the day and then it literally turned into like two years, but it was interesting. Interesting. My career didn't take off until I moved back home. That's to what I'm saying. That's, yeah. that's why it like blows my mind because you move back home. You're a sorority girl. Yeah. You're you're extremely relatable. You come to New York where where New York's a little. It's all its own little island. So is L. A. I hate to, but whatever. You go back to Atlanta because your dad dies. Right. And then you download Instagram or something well, pretty I, much. I had already got a, gotten a following because I was doing a lot of like sketch, you know, character work. And on I putting, Instagram? Yeah, on Instagram in LA. Okay. And then I just picked up. And But then once Instagram stories became a thing, that's when I moved back to, to Atlanta. And so I just started posting shit like, you know, what it was like to let, 
really truly like live authentically with your mother at home when you're in your you know late 20s or whatever and then it just kind of took off and then you have a uh, like a story to tell that people yeah. can ra- have some heart to it because your dad died you know yeah. not, you know it's not just like you lost your third bmw <laughs> now you at least have something that people actually care about let me tell you though the day i had to sell his porsche was uh one of the hardest days of my life we sold it to a neighbor down the street and then her son to her son and he fucking totaled it really like uh-huh. right away obviously obviously well my mom wanted to get it out of the garage just because she was like I don't like I don't want to look at yeah. it and then we sold it to like our best friend's son and he totaled it <laughs> <laughs> First world problem. Well, yeah, he was on the spectrum. Yeah, you were yeah, like, yeah. yeah, we'll just give it to him. Yeah, it's fine. That's fine. I'll that's blow him all far to my head. Yeah, it's so, easy. <laughs> so wait, so when you're living at your mom, you do this thing with Insta Story where I always like, and I'm getting, whatever, I guess it's not better at it, but there's a comfortability where you talk to the camera like right. you're in the room with the person. It's still a very weird thing to just talk to a, like you literally roll over and you're like so today you don't even like right. try to be that funny like you'll just literally just give him like a give him the tea yeah i don't know i did just, that start from the beginning that you felt comfortable with like just talking to the camera yeah because here, yeah honestly it was cathartic because i was at home with my mom and i was grieving and trying to figure shit out and then when these stories came out it just was like very cathartic for me and it made me giggle and i was like this is stupid and it just made me really laugh like i'm the kind of person i actually laugh at like my own sets and shit like you i'm like should. i like to giggle so then it just and then it kind of took off and so it's very comfortable for me just to talk to the camera i don't know and you're so honest i love how you're always like you always assume you're kind of dying not dying but like yeah, you're for like, sure you're always yeah. like tired and you're like why am i tired I, I was always like that a lot of that i think has to do with stress and anxiety and it's yeah. not physical i'm sure they tell you that how annoying is that though when you're like no like i'm like really sick like yeah. and no one will listen i'm like no it's anxiety yeah. like stopping a bitch like it's anxiety also everybody has anxiety now and like i used to make fun of my friends who had anxiety like oh are you stressed are you stressed are your parents still both alive shut the fuck up karen you know but now I get it. Now yeah. I'm like, I'm like, why the fuck am I just sweating on this? Ca- well, it is hot in here, but I'll just sweat. Yeah, you know what I mean. But the thing is, I think, and I did this too. Is I party? I'm going through. for my second drink. Yeah. I brought two beverages because beverage. that's the way I roll. That's mm-hmm. who you are. Mm-hmm. You're a thirst trap. Literally an ATL thirst trap. <laughs> Satiana. Yeah. So, but like. You numbed all that anxiety with alcohol and shit and partying. And then, at least I did. I won't speak for you. But I'm saying, like, oh, you have anxiety? I just fucking <laughs> drink Jaeger bombs. What's wrong with you? And then you have the anxiety, and then you're like, oh, I'll have a beer in the shower. Right, you right, know right, what I mean? right, right, right. And, like, uh-huh. and then eventually you just, you just get tired of that lifestyle. And then, like we said, you're eventually blowing some guy in an alley somewhere, and you're like, maybe I need to talk to somebody about my father's death. <laughs> Maybe it's time to actually go to grief counseling. <laughs> and it's just a horse? Yeah, and it's just a horse. <laughs> with, with, in glasses, uh-huh. smoking a cigarette, be like, so what's wrong? Says, oh, anxiety? Yeah. Ex- oh, your dad died of cancer? Get over it. Oh, it was seven days? Suck my dick. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> that horse dick's no joke either. Oh, it's really no joke. Whatever. It makes you forget about your dad when you break your jaw. R- truly. <laughs> You know what was weird? My dad always was the one who had like the sex talks with my sister and I. We had a very like liberal upbringing. Like my dad, just your sister though. It'd yeah. be kind of funny. <laughs> never with me. No, yeah, you're fine. He's like Heather. No, he's gonna fuck you. No, no, no. Um, not sober at least. No, it, for sure not. But my dad was always like, God damn it, Heather. I mean, did you lay in bed and pray for those titties because they are big? And I'd be like, Dad, shut the fuck up. He, my dad just had the most incredible sense of humor, but he yeah. was the one because we went to this like really overly religious private school and he was like, I know they're not teaching y'all about sex. They're teaching you abstinence is bullshit. He's like, sex is a great part of a relationship. Make sure you fuck the guy before you marry him. I'm telling you what. And I'm, my mom would be like, what the fuck are you saying to our daughters? But we just had like a really cool, like a yeah. cool relationship with my dad. Like before prom, my dad was like, okay, if you have sex with this guy, just... God damn it, make sure, I don't know, he's got the right stuff going on. Just make sure you don't make a mistake. And I was like, why are you giving me this sex talk? Okay, so I got so fucked up in college one time. And there was a, of course, there was a hotel on campus called the Inn at Ole Miss. And it's this like really, whatever, they've redone it. It's two doors down from my sorority house. I got locked out of my sorority house one night. So I just went and got a hotel room by myself. I wake up at 2 p.m. the next day to housekeeping being like, are you dead? Get the fuck out of here. And you have like nine wristbands on. I have nine wristbands, stamps on my head, the whole thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I wake up in like like a a hunting jacket. I don't know how the fuck I got there. (laughs) So I walk out and I like call my dad. I'm like, oh my God. I'm like, dad, I just woke up at a hotel on campus. I was totally by myself. I got locked out of my sorority house. Like I'm explaining the charge on the credit card. He was like, Heather, 
I would hope if you're hooking up with a guy, at least he's going to pay for the hotel. So I believe you, sweetheart. No worries. I was like, thank God. He's like, I'm, I'd raised you better than that. The Meanwhile, guy's paying for the like hotel. there was three guys. They all left yep. around uh-huh. one. Yep. Yeah, 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 yeah. With your clothes I've and ne- left you a jacket. I've never had a um, a threesome, an orgy. Yeah, anything. that was my only thing. That was the only time I ever. One time I kissed a girl while kind of fingering another girl uh-huh. on a cruise. Well, that's just, that's cruise life. But here's life. the thing. They didn't know I was hooking up with both of them. Were you just standing on the Lido deck, like watching the no, sunset? No, we were in bed together. I was kissing one. It was dark. And then I was hooking oh. up with the other one, too. So they thought they were both hooking up with just me. Is that bad? I don't know if that's No, that's, bad. that's not bad. That's just... No, no, no. It was, it was all consensual. <laughs> it was just like they thought they both consented to me, but didn't know that it was. That you were two-timing them. At the same at, time. At the same time. But n- disappointing everyone. Can I and, be honest with you? Cruises like are some of the best memories. Bro. You get on a cruise, bro. you lose your goddamn mind. You like I literally would just give me one pina colada and like a with a floater. With a floater and a Michigan State t shirt, and I'm just like <laughs> it's like where middle America just goes to lose their fucking oh, mind. Oh my god, I love a floater so uh-huh. much. Uh, unlimited hot dogs. The best. I would eat them out of the guy's hand. He would just hand them to me. I like the shitty pizza bar. The ice cream. Cream, the shitty the pizza, pizza bar, bar. That would stay open late where you yep. get pineapple pizza where you never ate that otherwise no because you'd be shamed anywhere else but on a cruise you're in jamaica man oh live it up boy <laughs> live it up right near the beach okay that's yeah. cancel culture i guess it is yeah whatever it's, it's fine. fine that's a real person you know jamaican you know that gay people are not allowed in jamaica why? It's a whole fucking thing. There's this whole oh. charity called Rainbow Railroad where apparently they like will kill you if you're gay in Jamaica. Yeah. That doesn't sound so chill. Doesn't sound chill bra at all. No, nah, not even a little bit. Not even a little bit. We uh I remember this guy. <laughs> we were on a cruise. I was like 14 or something. And my dad would let us drink on a cruise. He wouldn't let us drink on the mainland, but uh, when you're off the mainland, it's different rules. Different yeah. rules out there. 100%. So we had uh we had we I'd get so fucked. We had like a $2,000 whatever. Yeah. Just talking about my privilege, but like, right. and I would just drink, um, what's orange juice and vodka? Uh, what is that? Uh, screwdrivers. Screwdrivers all day yeah. long. Screwdrivers all day. But anyway, so this kid brought a stock back from Jamaica. He snuck it back onto the cruise boat, and we're all smoking weed on the on the balcony. I'm like 14, and I, I'm so high. I hear my dad's voice, and I'm like, yeah. I thought it's in my head. I go there's like a subdivider on the balconies. I didn't realize we were sharing the balcony with my parents oh so my i'm God. so high i take a hit of the weed and i turn around and my dad is i no bullshit like this right and i just <laughs> right right and i just blow so gently in his face and i'm just like <laughs> right. i'm like did he see that and it's like yeah he's yeah yeah i think he yeah. saw it I he think knows it. what you're doing so bro go on the other side and i'm like you know when you're just a kid, you're just he didn't see it. It's like yeah, yeah he saw, it. and I hear him like talk. He's like, are those our kids? Those are our. Ki- that was my kid. <laughs> and so then he has to sit us down and like have like a talk with us. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like, okay, whatever. Like we didn't even get in that much trouble because we were on the cruise. I think if you're on mainland, you get a lot. Of- I remember we stole weed from a buddy in high school from his dad. Right. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then we got caught by the cops. And then his dad is trying to give us a lecture, but it was his weed. So the mom is like, I can't believe you stole it. And the dad's just like, you know, I don't yeah. know. It's just great when you. My dad was a huge stoner, so we could never get in trouble for drugs. Yeah. He, my dad actually sat me down before I went to college. He goes, Heather promised me two things. One, you'll <laughs> never do cocaine. Two, you'll never drink gin. And I'm like, those two in that order. He's like, cocaine turns everybody into a fast talking asshole. And gin, you smell like it for three weeks and nobody likes gin drinkers. I was like, okay. So I literally, when I got to college, everybody did coke. And I was the one. I was like, my dad told me not to do cocaine or drink gin so I won't but I like smoked a lot of weed and then sophomore year came yeah and then sophomore year I've done it since and I don't like it it's not my thing yeah cocaine's not great it's not and I hate being around cokeheads like I, I just I can't I'm like okay all right we get yeah. it you know yeah, yeah but my dad my dad actually got um and so my grandfather was like chief pilot for Delta forever and so my dad on his like spring break his senior year he got arrested in the Bahamas for smoking weed mm-hmm. and then my grandfather had to like fly down on like a Delta jet and like go bail him out of jail <laughs> him and all his friends so we never we could when my dad died the amount of weed we found was alarming yeah yeah i think you could like smoke with my dad he was cool what um so then when you came to atlanta and then you start how do you even accumulate 
all these fo- like was it just like a slow like grind because now you're selling out theaters it's insane no it's crazy um so what happened and how was- does that feel i mean obviously <laughs> whatever we could get there but yeah. like yeah so you have this like so you start doing characters you go back to atlanta you start talking to your phone and then you start seeing these followers go up and up and you're like what's going on here like how am i connecting like what do you realize what they want like yeah, well, I think people are just sick and tired of like, like if somebody calls me an influencer, I'm like, I don't influence anybody for good, only evil. So I'm not an influencer. It's like a word. It's annoying yeah. that there's a there's a there's a negative connotation with that word. Right. Also, it's like a lot of standups will be like, oh, you're not. There's there's some kind of uh, like. Uh, What's the word I'm thinking of? Where it's like it's not as authentic as stand up. It's not as like right. you're an influence. It's like no, you can't do what she does, right. and you're mad at that, so you project that you because you know what I mean. It's interesting. I had a meeting with like one of the guys who's like the most head up person at CBS and he literally was like and I was like I don't know why I'm here I thought it was like a general and he's like I just need to figure out like what the fuck he's like I watch your Instagram and I I'm like this is insane. He's like, can you explain to me how you do this and how you think that yeah. way? I was like, sure. I'm like teaching this like 60 year old guy how to like do Instagram stories. He's like, this is really funny. I don't know. You know, listen, yeah. I came from a stand up background. I did UCB. I've done stand up my whole life. So for me, I just kind of like took a different path. I was sick and tired of going on auditions that I like for Hooker or Tired Mom yeah. of Three when I was like, I'm 24 years old. Why am I auditioning to play a tired mother of four kids? You know? So I just kind of took my career in my own hands and I did it my way. If if you will, but it is funny. Some people have like such an attitude about it. They're like, well, you're not hitting all these clubs. I'm like, cause that is that fun? Do you guys love being in the, like, do, do you like doing bringer shows? Cause I don't anymore. Did it, you know? Yeah, no, See, I See, a know. lot of people I don't know. realize it's... that I did comedy forever because I took some time off to go to Atlanta, but I was like, I basically just went home to take care of my family, you know? You don't have to tell me twice. Yeah, it's crazy. But I know, but you do feel defensive about it. Like, I would feel defensive about it, yeah. you know? And I do feel like sometimes, like, when I'm doing certain things for Instagram that I know will get more, uh, like, more action on Instagram, right. even though, like, I know that it's not my smartest material. It might be a little lazy or whatever it is. But it connects with people. Right. Because when you talk to someone in a normal conversation, you're not thinking about the wittiest fucking thing to say. You're just having a good time. Right. And people want that from entertainment. They don't want some snooty motherfucker thinking they're smarter than them. Right. And it's interesting, though, now with the Instagram stories, because they're all 15 seconds, like, I write jokes now in, like, 15 seconds. Yeah. Like, I can, you can put the phone, on, the camera on me, and I'll just know when that when to hit the button. Mm-hmm. It's, or it's weird. It's just, like, that's how my brain works now. But, you know, it's interesting going on this tour I learned so much because now I'm playing some bigger theaters my love is to be in comedy clubs so like playing like the comedy zone in Charlotte like that's one of my favorite spots oh, Zanies so in fun. Nashville I've done that room. Yeah. it's just great Both those rooms. yeah yeah and it's weird playing theaters too a little bit because I'm a very physical actor like I'm a performer I'd say like my style of comedy is Conan O'Brien and Joan Rivers they had okay. a baby that's me I'm Joan O'Brien very goofy like Conan very physical and sassy like Joan so um you know, it's just interesting having to now take that and put it into theaters. Because you feel like you can't do as much like crowd work and stuff? Yeah, well, what was really eye-opening to me, because so many women follow me, these women were coming to my shows so fucked up. Listen, I can handle a negative heckler all day long. That's like what we were trained to do. But positive heckling was weird. Like, I would be doing sh- my show, and these women would just yell out things that they knew about me. Like, your mom's name's Robin, or the Italian stallion. My mom's name is Robin. Oh my God, is she from Boston? You're a fourth Robin. I've, like... Whatever. This is crazy. I love Because my girlfriend's name, mom, mom's name's Robin. My best friend Ari's mom's name's Robin. Your mom's name. Well, with an I or Y? Um, well, One, two, with three. an I. 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 <laughs> but she's an artist and she signs it with a Y to Whoa. be edgy. Whoa. Yeah, 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 yeah. Why? Yeah. All of her paintings are signed with a Y. Because <laughs> that's her Robin. artist name. <laughs> no one will know it's me. No one will know. Uh-huh. She's basically Banksy, you know? Banksy yeah. with an I? Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> No. Oh, why? Oh, why? Banksy's real last name was with an I. (laughs) Who knows? Who knows, though? Listen, my mom is so, like, she wants to be a star. She would push me in front of a bus in a heartbeat if it meant that she get to, like, show up and do my set. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. I'm sure she's become, like, somewhat famous from you. Okay. Or, like... Oh, she's beyond famous. So I was backstage at my show at the Variety in Atlanta and I could, right before I came out, you know, I hear my mom getting ushered out to her seat and I could hear the roar of the crowd and literally somebody sent me a video of my mom walking out and she literally like came out the stage door and like <laughs> like struck a pose and like found her light and like waited, like let everyone applaud for her. I was like, this bitch is so out of control. She knows exactly what she's doing. 
She sold your dad's Porsche, and now she's stealing the limelight? Literally. It's fucking bullshit. I brought her out on stage in Charleston to just do this little segment, because people, she was, you know, watching the show off the side of the stage. I was like, I'll just bring her out for a surprise. Yeah. My mom grabbed the microphone, she's like, who has questions for me? I'm like, mom, this isn't a fucking Q&A with you. These women are fucking wasted. No. <laughs> Is that Robin with a Y? No, yeah. I'm on stage, it's an I. Yeah. She's out of control. But it's so nice, though, that because, like, your dad does die, then your career actually, like, now Takes she can off. live, like, through you. It's a, yeah. It is a beautiful thing. I know it sounds cheesy, but, you know, your dad dying was the best thing for your career. Literally, it was. <laughs> no, it literally was. I know, but it was like, but your mom does have this to, like, to, like, yeah, connect she, with, which is beautiful. Yeah, I and I say, like, we're like Joan and Melissa Rivers, but we're both Joan. So it's just we're both going to be competing for the limelight, you know? It's fine. And how's your other sister? She's great. What does she do? She's a badass power attorney, and she's funnier than shit. We both won wittiest in our high school, so she just wants to come on the road and then, like, be my business manager or something. I don't know. She's like, I don't want to go to jails anymore and deal with criminals. So Did you, Have you gone to jail? I've never been to jail. Have you been uh, to jail? Of course you have. Twice, but nothing, like, big. I mean, knock on what? Knock on what? I got arrested in Florida for speeding on a jet ski in a manatee zone. Fuck me up. Yeah, that's true. It's a true story. It's a true story. I was. Did uh, a manatee pull you over? Yeah, he did. Uh-huh. He's like, you uh, almost hit my friend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's Florida. Mm-hmm. No, I was. Um, I went out on a date. So I got the ticket on like July fourth. Had some girl with fake tits on the back of the. Of course. It right. looked like a kid rock. From Tallahassee. Commercial. Yeah, yeah. Tallahassee. Mm-hmm. She drove down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah she yeah. did. She hitchhiked. Yeah, whatever. She rode a horse. And uh, so then, um, so we get a ticket. I, so I should have got a DUI. You know, you get a BUI. Not many yeah. people know that. You get a boating under influence. They don't give it to me. They're very nice to me. The cops are, whatever. They just give me an $80 ticket. I don't pay it. Six months later, I'm on a date with a stripper, nonetheless. First date, last date I've ever been on with a stripper. Okay. I don't blame her. Right. But I'm taking her home, kind of shady part of town. They run my plates. I have a warrant out for my arrest because I didn't pay my ticket. So I get to go, you know, I think I'm getting arrested for prostitution because the stripper, you know, we're like, whatever. Yeah. So you've already, you just shit yourself. I'm shitting. So I'm like this nice Jewish boy. The stripper's great date. Tell right. me how nice I am. She only speaks Spanish. She doesn't speak any English. She's so nice. So nice. Yeah. So and nice. And I go, if the cop asks you anything, tell him I'm nice. That's yeah. all I said to her. <laughs> so then. <laughs> so then. Tell him I'm Jewish. Tell him I'm nice. <laughs> tell him, yeah. Mazel tov. Yeah. She goes, Jewish? Right. Right. <laughs> I had no idea. Right. She speaks perfect She's English. like, I came to him all the way from Tallahassee for this. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Right. She's actually from Columbia or some shit. So then the cop's like, you have a warrant out for your arrest. I was like, what? He's like, you were speeding. Were you speeding on a jet ski in a manatee zone and you didn't pay the ticket? In 95, you're like, what? Yeah, yeah. Were you going 95 and a 7? <laughs> Whatever it was. So, uh, yeah, yeah, it was like six months ago. So he puts me in handcuffs. I go, will you tell the stripper, or not just yeah. my date, because I noticed that his last name was like Rodriguez. So he, You tell Marisol what's going on? <laughs> Can you translate? So he tells her, <laughs> she throws the keys and like yells, adios mio, and runs upstairs. <laughs> he, she could not have been angrier. And like, I think she didn't want to be, uh, I think she was worried about being, uh, what you call it? Not extra oh, deported. Deported. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or sh- she loved manatees. Mm-hmm. One or the other. Yeah. Or he told her, like, I had a little dick. you're speeding. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Outrage. She's like, what? I was yeah. like, they don't even have propellers. Right. So anyways, I go to jail. And I'm in jail with the two, like, baddest criminals ever. And I'm like, they're, like, talking why they're in jail. And I was like, like what? And I was like, oh, I was speeding on a jet ski and a manatee. I was, like, so nervous that they were going to yeah. beat the shit out of me. Yeah. What a pussy way to get arrested. Right. And then like, got and I raped somebody. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I fucked a jet ski. I fucked a jet ski. <laughs> no consent. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, so on a cruise. So I end up. They go. It got quiet, and the guy's like, and I think he's gonna like ask me like something like whatever. I was all nervous, and he just goes Yamaha or Kawasaki. <laughs> And I go, Yamaha. He's like, good ski. That's a good ski. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, that's a good, good one. <laughs> I, like, yeah, I can get right away there. from you. I'll tell you what. <laughs> put a lot of pressure on that thing. Next thing you know, you're zooming. You you're, take the governor off that thing? Oh, my God. That's a real Florida or that Southern is, thing. Mm-hmm. You take the governor off? You take it off? <laughs> I don't even know what a governor is. Do I you? No, it's like <laughs> like the starter or something. I don't know. You, <laughs> hey, did you go flying? Shit, it'll get you. It'll catch up to you. <laughs> I swear to God. Didn't see it coming. I'm so jealous you have so many dadisms. Mm-hmm. I Like, my dad... Funny guy, doctor, didn't talk much, got a couple scotches at him, very funny. Right. I have no dadisms. I don't remember one phrase he's ever told me. If he dies, then you'll be like, it'll all start to click. You think? Uh-huh. 
don't know. When I moved to um, L.A., or like actually when I moved to New York to do comedy, my dad was like, all right, Heather. Well, I was like, Dad, you only live once. YOLO. My dad's like, all right, well, yo-yo, you're on your own. I'm cutting your ass off financially. And I was like, God damn it, Dad. You're coming out with these zingers. Yeah, he, yo-yo was his favorite thing to say. You like, you like dig him up. You're like, Dad, I need yeah. like nine more minutes. Yeah, I need nine more minutes, please. <laughs> please. Dad, please. Yeah. Uh-huh. Dude, that's so funny. Yo-yo. Yeah, he's like, yo-yo, <laughs> you're on your own. But oh, that, God. Tickled himself pink. Yeah. But it's great, though. That, that I mean, I really do feel like that shit like pushed you. Like if he if he didn't, so many like people are like, oh, you know what? We'll support you. We'll pay your rent. You mm. work in PR and then do comedy on the side. Yeah. You'll never no. make it. No, and I. I mean, you might. You might make it as like I know this sounds bad as an influence. Like you might like put up. You know, some, that wasn't even a thing though at the time. Yeah. I mean, I just moved to New York and I did comedy at night and on the other but off working nights, in I, the, would, it, I would bartend. Yeah. And, and but that drinks. made you a stronger. Oh, yeah. It made you, like, you went through some shit. Yeah. But now here you are. You're in an elevator building with a doorman. No doorman. We're not that fancy yet. I just have an elevator. Give it in five months. Yeah. You're going to have your own doorman inside (laughs) your, and it's going to be me. You want to come? And you're going to feed me carrots, open hand, like a horse. Whatever you want. Yeah. Some sugar cubes, just whatever you want. Salt cubes. It's sugar cubes or salt cubes. With my teeth, we should probably go salt. Yeah, we should probably go salt. I've already lost three of them. I'm a little Croatian man. I really do. I lost a few of them in the war. And by the war, I mean, uh, you Just know, life. Jaeger and How old are you? 39. 39. Okay. You? 32. Really? Yeah. Do you feel like you connect? How? It's so nice to, like, you, you're in the Dave Matthews world. Uh, I literally, Dave Matthews <laughs> is just my childhood. You used to show up at the Dave Matthews concert. You were dressed head to toe in Abercrombie. You're like Hemp Hollister. Necklace. Hemp necklace. Yeah, your clip was like hanging out of your skirt. You know what I mean? And then you'd always <laughs> run into your friend's parents and they were stoned. And it was like your girlfriend, Brittany, who was kind of slutty. And then you'd run into like her stepmom. See, I was the kid who always wanted to hang out with the parents. Yeah, and me so too. I, I always, always got along better with parents. I never wanted to hang out with these yeah. fucking dumb 13-year-olds. So I'd run into like Brittany's stepmom. I'd be like, Cheryl, how are things? Tell me, like, how's the marriage going? How's Brittany? She's a cunt, isn't she? You know. And, yeah. and all my friends be like, God damn it, Heather, why do you want to hang out with our parents? I'm like, because they have substance and funny shit to say. Y'all are the worst. And they, and but they, did they get Dave though? But th- did they get Dave? That's the question though. Do, does anybody get Dave? Does Dave get Dave? No, 100% not. not. No. <laughs> and that's but, what dancing Billy, they're tripping Billy is all about. I mean, Dave. honestly. <laughs> yes, Dave Matthews, that was it. You, it were, always, you were either Dave Matthews or Fish. <laughs> Yeah, or I like, was fish in college. Yeah, fish in college. I was a little fishing a little earlier because I'm older, obviously. But mm-hmm. but that was like be, that was before Napster. Right. So like you still only had like like uh, our parents, Beatles, Elvis. Right. You know what I mean? We were Dave, Fish, maybe, and then we knew one Biggie song. And then that Everyone was it. knew the one Biggie song. I would go to the widespread panic show oh in college every New that Year's. That drum solo? That drum solo. <laughs> and I wasn't even like, I think, high. I had like two Chardonnays and I was just like taking my top off, feeling the the rhythm. That was pre-gin. Pre-gin. Yeah. You don't drink gin. Uh-uh. Don't two rules. Two, two rules. No cocaine, no, no gin. gin. Will I do crystal meth and drink a rum runner? You bet your ass I will. Okay, we had to talk about this because these women, okay, have you ever heard this drink called White Claw? This is the thing. I make fun of White Claw a lot. I don't know. Yeah. You, you're, you follow my Instagram. I, yeah. I, I, lo- I have never tried one. I, I'm sober for the last nine months. Okay. Good I miss you. it. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah. I don't really brag about it. Right. You know, I'm not here like standing on top of it. <laughs> oh, if I was sober, I'd literally be like, I know. S- walk around with a t shirt. what you do. Yeah. 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 My best, my favorite part about being sober is I still have friends that drink heavily, but they'll all be like, you're not fucking drinking, bro. Come on, fucking just yeah. have a drink. Yeah. Oh, what? You're fucking. And then, and then six drinks later, they, they pull me aside. They go, I think I got a problem. Yeah, I don't want to really drink anymore. <laughs> don't tell Glenn. Don't tell Glenn. <laughs> it's always Glenn. It's always fucking Glenn. Yeah. Glenn Fittich. Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. so wait, so mm-hmm. wait. Oh, yeah, White Claw. So, yes, White Claw has taken the world on storm. I like making fun of it. Like, anything basic is kind right. of fun to make fun of. Well, these oh. women were showing up to my shows so fucking wasted. Like, I did the, the, I had amazing shows, but this one show in Lake Park, Florida was really hard to get through because these women lined up their White Claw cans on the stage. And so it was so bad, and they were so wasted. And I realized, I was like, okay, I, I have to figure out what to do. So I did a PSA on my Instagram being like, if you're coming to the next 
shows. I, you're paying good money. I want y'all to have a great time. We're not just hanging out in my basement. I have a 90 minute to two hour show that I've prepared for mm-hmm. you. So I need you guys to just like not throw up on yourselves on the front row. Cause we had people, these women just like vomiting on themselves. And then I was worried as like a comedian. I was like, do I give off this vibe that I'm fucked yeah. up all the time? I was like, I just want to make sure you guys have a safe word. You have a buddy. How the fuck are you getting home? Like it actually concerned me and kind of grossed me out. I was like, why are these women showing up? I know. So fucked up. You know what I think it is? What? People that love Dave Matthews. Yeah. <laughs> not yeah. always the greatest people. The dreaming tree, you They're know? Not always the greatest people. They're really not. They could be, you know, guys that will fight you for staring at them wrong. Exactly. Would Dave do that? No. Dave no. wouldn't do that. No, Dave and wouldn't you do wouldn't that. You put white claws, so you can't control that. Neither can Dave control. You know, you know, I didn't even think about it that way. And the fact that you brought Dave that Matthews. up, I literally am transcendent Dave okay. Matthews. Wow. Satellite <laughs> in, in my eyes like a diamond in the sky. How I wonder. <laughs> Do you have a favorite YouTube video? I ask people oh, that. Oh, yeah. Yes? Actually. Oh, my God. Finally. Okay, you know Everyone what? Everyone says they don't like fucking watch YouTube anymore. I, I get sucked in, but can I tell you my favorite? It's actually something that Nikki in- introduced me to. Okay. Have you seen Kim Cattrall scat, sk- scat singing? No. T- type it in right now. Kim Cattrall from Sex and the City, who played Samantha. Oh my God, I'm so happy you have it right away. Yeah. The last few people have not. Okay, so I just want you to know, there's only two things in this world that truly make me physically uncomfortable. Kraft Singles American Cheese, because it's disgusting, and people who scat sing. This is going to be the best video okay. you'll ever see in your life. Tell me if this doesn't make is you want to crawl. Where is she? Which one the is? very top one. Really? They're right here? Could, yeah. Okay. It's a very short video. I read poetry <laughs> and sonnets, and he plays the upright bass. Yamakipiebo, Cedare for Cable, Windog Latin, he quotes. Uge, Safasare! Winked at all the she-dogs. The town never knew such a hullabaloo as that little dog raised till the end of that day. That's a wrap. We just have a good rhythm together, you know? He sort of feels me out, I feel him out. And uh, we go for it. I don't don't know what to make of that. Exactly. I I don't really know... What that I don't I thought it was a character at first, you know what I mean? Yeah. And yeah. then you realize that's her truth. That is which her truth. makes it a thousand times creepier. So here's my thing with Kim Cattrall too. She was I guess I think born in England, but she lived in the States or something. But she does have this like British air about her with her yes. perfectly perfect a lot American of accent. Do that. Oh, it's like the you're worst. from fucking Des Moines. Who, you're from Des Moines. Yeah. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. Stand up bass too, kind of an asshole instrument. Yeah, because you gotta lug it everywhere. People yeah. who carry their bass or their cellos on the subway, you're like, you know what? I'm done with you. You could have picked a smaller instrument. Or maybe they couldn't. Maybe their hands were too big or something. Maybe. I've got huge fucking hands. Do you? Yeah, look. I got little ass hands. Uh, oh my of, God, you have tiny hands. Yeah, well, we don't have to tell the listener that. <laughs> if you're listening at home, it's, it's it's a joke. Literally tiny. And I have big feet too. I have gi- And a wide set vagina. <laughs> I watch enough porn now that I know like, you know how like girls in porn, they either have like a long vagina or like a wider vagina. Mm-hmm. I think mine's on the wider side. So you have the tuna can of pussies. Oh, is that good? No, no. well, they call it a... <laughs> yeah, explain it. No, well, a wide... It's great for your husband's head. Oh, <laughs> your yeah, big yeah. head can get in yeah, there. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, but like a, a dick that's short and fat oh, is a tuna yeah. can. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. So you have a tuna can. I don't know if it's it's necessarily like... I don't think it's actually inside. It's like mm-hmm. like ready for that. Okay. I'm just saying like physically on the outside, I just see these women on, on yes. pornos with the longest vaginas. And yeah. I, I just know I don't have the longest. You have like two assholes. Maybe. Kind of. Maybe. Maybe. It's great. I've yeah. gotten a lot of compliments, but I'm just like, it's not as, it's just, they're very long. Yeah. And I've noticed uh, guys' dicks being very wide and long too. Right. And, and that's let's just be not honest. me either. <laughs> You know what I mean? It's not me. I'm like more like, I have an athletic penis, I like to say. Ooh. Like, I'm an athlete. You know? Right. Like, I can move around. I don't want a dick in the way. Well, no. I'm still playing sports at 39. <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't ran in a while. This is why I'd never <laughs> want to do a threesome, because it's like one penis is enough. I don't want to deal with another penis. Don't no. I don't ever want to- What about ch- another woman? Um, would I you would do, do that for your man? I would do that for my man. 
But I not. You would have to know her, or would you rather have a stranger? No, we would have to be literally on a cruise ship, like never see her again. And then I, I would uh, no, actually, I would have to, to do a timeout with Jeff, and I'd have to go have a threesome with two random people. I couldn't actually do it with Jeff because if I saw oh, another okay. woman touching him, I'd fucking kill her. Yeah. Like I'm not a jealous person, and I'm very confident in our relationship. But if a woman even so much as like scratches back, I'd be like, hoops are coming off. I'm gonna break your neck. What if we wore a condom? D- I don't give a shit. <laughs> Fuck no. No. He could be in a full, like, onesie <laughs> turtleneck. I don't give a shit. If she blinks her eyelashes in the wrong direction, she's dead. You know? And here's the thing. He, so he loves Kate Upton. <laughs> you sound, I just yeah. love that. Yeah, I would do that for my man. Yeah. Like, you said that more confidently than you've ever said anything in and your then life. then I turned around and I said, everyone's going to die. Literally. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So where can we find? <laughs> I think we end on that. That was yeah. so good. Oh, God good. damn, I love you. I love you. Dude, will this, you come on my podcast? Yes, dude. Okay, I will great. do anything you want. Uh, the listeners will not be ready for this. You're going to get a bunch of hussies who just, I think this is what they need. Dude, I just. We I, need to bring them to the dark I side. I love talking to you. I love talking to you. Thanks for having me. <sighs> Thank you. Uh, where, so Heather McMahon on Instagram. Yeah, Heather K. like Kardashian McMahon. And What's that's the it. K? Kyle, my dad's name, my middle name. Oh, mm-hmm. did you take it after he died? Or no, I've al- it's, I've always been Heather oh, Kyle. Oh, yeah, but I when I check in hotels, I always saw them Heather K like Kardashian just to see if they're gonna like upgrade me. They never do. Really? They probably downgrade you. The, literally, they downgrade me. Well, stop staying at fucking shitty Motel Eights. It's time to get. <sighs> well, a that's dorm, Florida. Man. When you're on tour in Florida, those are your only options. I fucking hate how you say Florida. Florida. But rate and review, guys. And, uh, <laughs> Heather's great, and. Um, you know, influencers are comics too. And that's the end of the story. <laughs> and scene. Go fuck yourself. Right. <laughs> Love you. Love you. Puddles, puddles. Everybody now puddles, puddles. Puddles, puddles. Puddles, puddles. Puddles, puddles. Everybody now puddles, puddles. Everybody get up because you get down. If you're getting too close, you know you're getting wet. If you're getting too close, you know you're getting wet. You're standing in deep, you're getting real wet. You ain't that deep because you're kind of shallow. Shallow in the brain and shallow in your heart. You'll never get that deep inside the water, girl. You'll never get that deep. Puddles, puddles. Puddles, puddles. Puddles, puddles. Puddles, puddles. Puddles, puddles. Everybody now puddles, puddles. Everybody get up because you get down. You know when you're standing in the puddle, you don't know where to go because you're so deep, you don't know what to do. I don't know what to say. I don't know how wet I am because I'm so wet. That's who I am. I'm so wet. Wet. I'm so wet. I'm so wet. I'm so, so, so wet. Now come on in. Puddles, puddles. Puddles, puddles. Puddles, puddles. Puddles, puddles. Puddles, puddles. Everybody now puddles, puddles. Everybody get up because you get down and then everyone will come over here. This episode of Puddles was recorded at Remember to Be Happy Studios. Production by Becky Rodriguez and Tanner Williams. That's Human Places, The Ease of Three, and Lil Kinky 69.